Hi, and welcome to the Pondering Stepmom podcast. My name is Michelle, and thank you very much for joining me today. So today on the podcast, I'm going to be talking about step parenting a child or children who have abandonment issues due to having a biological mother who is not fully present in their lives for whatever reason. Um, And this is a very personal topic for me. So I was very curious as to how other stepmoms out there are dealing with the same type of challenge as I am. And from what I discovered, there are indeed many. And they've all got varying circumstances and situations going on. Because as we know, not every stepmom experience is the same. Yet, we can all learn from each other the more we share with one another. And as the step parenting experience as a whole becomes more normalized in our society. All right, so let's get to the topic that I posted on social media, which was stepmoms. Do you have a stepchild or stepchildren who have struggled with abandonment issues due to an absent biological mother? If so, how have you and your partner dealt with this challenge? All right, I am on the Pondering Nooks Facebook page. And the first comment I'm going to read is from Jen, who says, We have physical soul custody. Mom just walked away. Stepmom here picking up the pieces for the last five years. Therapy. Lots of therapy so they can have a safe place to talk about their feelings. Lots of mental help so that they can cope. Thank you, Jen. Yeah, it's really hard to be the one picking up the pieces. Um, Obviously, I don't know the details as to why BioMom left. But either way, this is a huge burden for this stepmom and any stepmom. And it's really great that she's got therapy as a resource. And I'm sure that that helps a lot to take the emotional and mental burden off of her. Um, And, you know, talking about abandonment issues and actually being a step parent in the home and dealing with those abandonment issues are two very different things. And, you know, obviously most of the time, stepmoms who have stepkids with abandonment issues have those kids full time because bio mom isn't around. And I can tell you that being a full time stepmom and sorting through the aftermath from a biological mother who has decided to leave or cut off contact with her child or children is no joke. All right. And the next comment I have is actually an anonymous one that was posted privately to me on the Pondering Nooks Facebook. Okay. The stepmom says, I have been a stepmom for five years to my husband's three kids. The first two years we had every other weekend. Bio mom was very involved and really relied on her kids for her happiness. She homeschooled them, spent endless time with them by choosing not to work, and lived at Disney World with them. They considered themselves a team. My husband was working a massive amount of overtime to make this happen. 
Only after we were married did he actually get every other weekend. Then, out of nowhere, Bio Mom met a man in another state and decided she was moving. The kids chose to stay with us, and we fought very hard to get that to happen. Bio Mom didn't fight them staying with us, but she also wanted more money despite their diminished time and non-modifiable alimony payment she'd still be receiving. It was heartbreaking, a heartbreaking court battle, but we ultimately decided that we'd find a way to support them without her and kept all three. We moved into a bigger house and got them enrolled in a great school. We were doing everything quote unquote right. We did not anticipate the abandonment issues, but boy, did they come. Our oldest stepdaughter, who was 15 at the time, was her mom's emotional support since her parents' divorce. We found out that she has severe enmeshment issues, and that was really, and was really told a lot of awful things about dad, in addition to oversharing. Stepdaughter acted at first like mom wasn't leaving and the entire six months of legal battles, she covered up every ounce of pain. She treated her mom even nicer, in my opinion, to get her to stay. Once bio mom finally left our state and moved, stepdaughter was crying nightly. We'd try and console her, but she'd be shaking and crying herself to sleep. She didn't open up much except to say that she missed her mom. The next morning, she would post on Instagram where her mom could see that she was the best mommy in the whole world. Again, I think to get her to change her mind. It was so hard. She struggled adapting in our house. Her and the other kids were caught off guard by how everything was different in our house. Even going to school was too much for her. She started physical school in 11th grade. She didn't know how to type or use a computer. She led an extremely sheltered life to that point, and we were teaching her everything. We had to have so much patience. We really tried to get her up to speed. Everything was overwhelming. She had not been allowed to grow or make friends, cross the street, go places alone, make any decisions, etc. So how did we deal? Patience. Tons of it. My husband felt angry, almost resentful that stepdaughter still idolized her mom after what she'd done to her. Stepdaughter had and still has not realized the level of manipulation and enmeshment that happened to her. My husband did the best he could, but I really think it crushed him too much. It felt like a slap in the face to us both. I had more sympathy for stepdaughter most times and we would sit and I would sit with her in her grief. We also started to tell her that what happened to her was unhealthy. Those talks went good. Turns out stepdaughter figured out on her own that the stories being told to her were probably not true. And given her age, 17 at the time, she wished her dad and family would start to tell her the truth. She wanted people to start treating her as an adult. We started letting her make decisions and plans with friends and a longtime boyfriend who she has emotionally attached to more than all of us. She started thriving for a while and we even convinced her to drive. I gave her my car. 
Graduation came and we encouraged her and offered all kinds of help. She moved out the same month as graduation instead. We were so hurt. She is staying with her aunt and uncle on her bio mom's side. She said she felt like she couldn't breathe between hearing how different sides of mom and dad's stories were. I think it hurt too much to see her mom in the true light. So she has reverted to a lot of old ways, posting praise about her mom, stopped driving, decided not to go to college. It's awful, but I think it was just too late. She's a sweet kid and I love all my stepkids, but dealing with their mom's abandonment is a full-time job. Even with only the other two left at home, it's a constant heartbreak. When they come back from weekends with bio mom, you just see the hurt and anger. Wow. <sighs> she says, my heart breaks for the families who deal with this. My stepkids are so important to me and I will keep trying to sit with them through this as long as they will let me. It is the hardest part of being a stepmom, hands down. Wow, so thank you for this. There's so much to unpack here. The enmeshment stuff is very difficult. You know, an enmeshed relationship is when one person becomes basically completely wrapped up in another person's feelings and will take on their problems as if they are their own problems. And it can be a child who feels as though they need to save or fix their parents' problems um, and be responsible for their parents' emotional well being. Um, and they're completely dependent on that parent's thoughts, opinions, and emotions. So yeah, that's rough um, to undo that. And for me, the situation is unusual in the fact that the bio mom was highly involved for quite some time before leaving and then seemingly wanting nothing to do with the kids after that. Um, usually there's at least some level of disinterest or lack of effort displayed by a parent who doesn't really want to be involved in raising their children. Um, so yeah, it sounds like this just hit this family like a ton of bricks. Also, the whole concept of a child idolizing the absent parent can be so excruciating for both the stepmom and her partner. You know, it's really like a double-edged sword. On the one hand, you desperately wish that the stepchild or stepchildren could see their parent for their true colors, right? But then on the other hand, you know how absolutely painful that would be for them. And that is so hard. All right. Well, I will be back with more comments um, right after this quick break. Be back. Alright, I am back and I am on the Pondering Nooks Instagram page and I am discussing feedback from stepmoms on how they have coped with abandonment issues um, that their stepchildren have stemming from the absence of a biological mother. So I got a short comment here from Lindsay who said, I was that stepchild. And I responded to her that I would absolutely love to know what her experience was like 
Um, and I'd love to perhaps do a show with the perspective from children who were in the situation. Um, so thank you for that. And then I also have a comment here from Laura who says, my two stepsons suffered and still suffer from abandonment issues from being away from their bio mom. We faced normal struggles and we survived, but my relationship with them improved profoundly after I came across an article about the lasting effects of abandonment trauma on children. As I read this article, I realized it fit my stepkids perfectly. My eyes were opened and I began to see that the things they did that hurt me, which I had previously taken as personal attacks, were merely a result of that trauma. Knowing this information helped me to be a lot more patient and understanding with them. If I could do things over, I would have had them in therapy a lot. And I would have tried to take on more of a prominent role of working outside the home so that my husband could be their primary caregiver slash disciplinarian instead of myself. Thank you, Laura. Yes, I agree so much with Laura, especially in a couple things here. One is if I could go back in time, I would have done way more therapy as well. Um, and I hate to say it, but honestly, after going through what I went through, I can't say that I wouldn't have preferred to work outside of the home instead of or as well as my husband, just so that I didn't have to be the one dealing with all the emotional drama. Absolutely. I mean, I can't change the past and I did the best I could. Um Choosing to be the main caregiver in the home was something that I committed to and decided to do, uh, but it definitely took a toll on me, especially after my mom left, um, and it still is. All right, I am going to move on to some anonymous comments that I received on my Instagram. And the first anonymous comment is from a stepmom who says, we're a family struggling with not quite abandonment, but certainly some neglect from bio mom. She used to take stepson every weekend, but for the past couple of years, she has only seen him when he reaches out to see her. I am struggling. I cannot replace his mom, and yet I am the quote unquote mom figure he interacts with 98% of the time. It's hard to connect when I know deep down he wants his bio mom to be doing the things I do. Would love to know how best to support him when I can't control how much his mom reaches out. Thank you for raising this topic. Well, you're absolutely welcome, and I am really glad I'm doing this topic too. Um, thank you for your feedback. And yeah, when you're the person who is there most of the time, Seeing the disappointment and dealing with the emotions of a stepchild who has an absent or just not there very much bio mom, it's really tough. And yes, it's true that so much of the time, a stepchild whose birth mom just isn't around will wish that all the great things their amazing stepmom is doing with them, you know, could be the things that their birth mother, bio mom is doing with them. Of course, I went through that where I definitely 
felt like my stepchild, you know, loved me and connected with me, but deep down just like wished that, that his mom would do those things or, or listen to him or talk to him or just be present in the way that I was. And it's like every, you're doing everything right. You're doing all the things, but you know that they wish that their mom would do those things. And that's really hard. Um, yeah, so it's only natural though. It doesn't mean you're doing anything wrong. You're obviously doing the best that you can. It sounds like you're doing an amazing job. It's just natural for a child to like wish that the parent who isn't doing those things would do them. And it's a hard pill to swallow, especially for highly involved full-time step moms who are just, you know, trying to be some sort of mother figure you know, while doing that ever so complicated dance of trying not to replace mom, but also you need to kind of be mom because the mom who's supposed to be there doing all the things isn't. So thank you very much. It sounds like you're doing everything you can. Um, And yeah, you're not alone. You're definitely not alone. All right. I am going to move on to the next comment from a stepmom who says, my stepdaughter 13 has serious abandonment issues due to bio mom's neglect and disinterest. It has resulted in a fear of being alone, bedwetting, and profoundly immature behavior. I did everything I could and then some, but nothing has worked. And now bio mom is suddenly interested and wants primary custody after years of not caring at all. And I finally get it that it isn't my wound to heal. I can't do anything except provide resources such as school counselors and a therapist. I don't believe that stepdaughter will ever get over it or heal and I can't do anything about it. In fact, I have been demonized for even listening to stepdaughter talk about her feelings of anger. Stepdaughter and bio mom have decided that I turned my stepdaughter against her mom by telling her that her mom doesn't love her. I will never put myself in such a vulnerable place again. Sadly, stepdaughter will never have positive relationships until she heals these wounds. She sabotages every friendship she makes with meltdowns and controlling obsessive behavior. Yeah, um, thank you for that. That is rough. Um, And this kind of situation can definitely feel like a no-win situation. And honestly, in many ways, it kind of is. And the stepmom is right. It isn't her wound to heal. However, that wound is in your life, taking up time and space in your head and messing with your emotions. So when people say, let it go, sure. But when it's in your home or standing right in front of you or hurting your heart, it's certainly not so easy to do that. So yeah, I definitely feel for this stepmom. She just threw everything at it that she could. Obviously, her entire heart and soul. And yeah, it's rough. All right. Um, I've got one more anonymous comment that I am going to read from a stepmom who says, 
My stepkids have been estranged from their mother for two years in December. They moved in with us full time two months after we got married, and it has been the most challenging time of my life. The reunification process has just started, and I pray that they are able to see her again. Wow, thank you. Yes, and you know what? So many of us stepmoms who are dealing with kids who have abandonment issues really and genuinely want them to be able to have a healthy relationship with their biological mother. You know, I tried to facilitate that for years with my own stepchild, you know, going out of my way to transport him over to her, even during times when it either wasn't convenient for me or honestly, she didn't seem that interested in going through with those plans. Um, I just told myself that it was all for the greater good of their relationship, despite the personal stress that it was causing me. And I thought that my job as a stepmom was to fix their relationship, right? And of course, I learned as time went by that this is just not the case. It wasn't my job to fix their relationship. It was their job, primarily her job. So I had to learn that lesson the hard way. And I know a lot of other stepmoms out there are learning that lesson too. But, you know, what else can you do but try to love and try to express love and try to express care? And of course, many stepmoms out there are fixers by nature. And that's their personality. And they're kind. And they're strong. And that's just the common theme that I'm hearing with all these stepmoms who are struggling, you know, not because they don't particularly, you know, not want to be a stepmom, it's that they want to be a stepmom to the highest level and do the best job that they can. That's what I'm seeing. And that's where I think a lot of the frustration is coming in. So again, stepmoms dealing with this, you are not alone. Um, you know, there's not really any one solution, but I think a lot of you have got it right, you know, with therapy, school counseling, obviously getting your partner involved if you're overwhelmed, um, if you have to, disengaging for a time if that's necessary. Um, but yeah, getting some sort of outside help, I would highly recommend. Um, I should have done it and I didn't. And I can tell you that it could really help. So yeah. All right. Well, that wraps up the show for this week. I am sorry I didn't get to all the comments this time, but I truly appreciate everyone's feedback. Um, I would love it if wherever you're listening to this podcast, you could leave me a five-star rating or a kind review so that other stepmoms can discover the podcast um, so it can grow and reach more people. That's the goal. Um, this was a good topic. This was a good discussion. Um, and yeah, thank you all. And I hope you have a beautiful morning, afternoon, or evening, wherever you may be. I'll talk to you next time. Bye.